1: The Bruce Woolley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Well, we have an arrest but no answers on the murder of a 13-year-old boy. One of two teenagers shot and killed in Columbus this week. That's where we begin a Friday edition of the Bruce Hooley Show. Welcome to my listeners on the Answer Network, 94.5 in Dayton, 98.9 in Columbus. We will talk with Jack Windsor of the Ohio Press Network at noon today. Jack will, I think, be able to give us an answer to a question that I've had since a Cincinnati well, Hamilton County really, common pleas court judge applied his own view of Ohio's Constitution to stop a law, a law enacted by the elected representatives of the people of the state of Ohio on behalf of the people of the state of Ohio. This one judge in Hamilton County, and every county has a common police court, so there are 88 counties, he's not a special judge. He's not a particularly bright judge. He's a first-term judge. But he's an activist judge. And he has stopped the enforcement of the heartbeat bill in the state of Ohio so that babies can be killed after their heartbeat is detected up to 20 weeks. I want to know why one judge can do that. TheOhioPressNetwork.com has a story about it. Jack Windsor will join us at noon and we will ask Jack about that. The violence in the city of Columbus has led most of our shows this week. It is always tragic when a young person dies. We're not equipped to deal with life being snuffed out when so much potential appears to await them on the horizon. But because we have crime in every corner of our city and city parks, even though our parks are overwhelmingly safe, according to Assistant Chief of Police LaShawna Potts, uh, we had a 15-year-old girl shot to death, on Monday afternoon at Franklin Park, and we had a 13-year-old boy shot to death on Wednesday evening. We have an arrest. As I said, the uh, suspect is 36-year-old Krieg Allen Butler, but we don't know if Krieg Allen Butler was attempting to shoot and kill Sinze Reed, or if Sinze Reed was caught by a stray bullet. We've had numerous children in Columbus killed by stray bullets. We've had adults killed by stray bullets. And there were a lot of bullets. Uh, Columbus police found uh, 14 bullet holes in one apartment building next to where Reed's body was found. So we stand by to get some clarity on uh, what and why uh, this 36-year-old suspect, Krieg Allen Butler, if he knew a if he didn't know this young man, if there's any explanation uh, for what happened. Because we're searching for an explanation. This is this is wrong when this happens. It's every parent's worst nightmare. It's every grandparent's worst nightmare. And so I knew eventually uh, we would get community leaders speaking about this because community leaders always speak about this. We have no shortage of our community leaders speaking about this. And I find it interesting that in all the stuff that I've read, and I've read, you know, what pastors have said about it, I've read what the mayor has said about it, I've read what other activists have said about it, nobody says either one of the two things that I would say about it. Number one, we've got to get our arms around, and I don't mean in an embrace, I mean, you know, in a handcuff situation, the gangs in the city of Columbus. Now, we had 13 gang members arrested earlier this week, great job, CPD. But I would prefer that the city of Columbus, rather than immersing itself in all the progressive policies that it embraces, without hurling all the accusations about how the deck is stacked against lower-income people in our community, I would prefer that our community leaders say some hard things, some tough things. Yes, some things that even the people that, they would be directed at might perceive as mean things. Number one, gangs. We have to prioritize prosecuting gang activity in the city of Columbus. Prioritize it. Not just engage in it, because we're always engaged in it. Gangs are engaged in criminal activity, and our police are always trying to stem criminal activity, but they're involved in human trafficking, they're involved in prostitution, they're involved in drug sales, they're involved in... Gun theft. They're involved in car theft. They're involved in many of the things that terrorize our community. They've made areas of our city that used to be safe, unsafe. They've made areas of our city that used to be unsafe, even more unsafe. I know you're all waiting to hear what our mayor, Andrew Ginther, has to say about this. According to NBC4i.com. Mayor Andrew Ginther told NBC4 that the deaths of two teenagers should serve as a wake-up call for the community. I thought the community was pretty keenly awake on this. We're all aware of it, Mayor Ginther. He says the city isn't going to solve this alone, Mm, obviously. Police aren't going to solve this alone. We all have to be part of that solution. Oh, wow. We're all motivated now, aren't we? We all have to be part of that solution. You know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of the line in The Incredibles where um, the little guy who wanted to be a superhero said that when everyone's special, no one is. When everyone's special, no one is. Andrew Ginther is very skilled at saying things that no one can really disagree with but they carry absolutely no weight, no gravitas, no impact. We all have to be part of that solution. Well, of course, we'd all like to contribute to that solution. The problem is, Andrew, we don't all have an equal role in the problem. So it's easy for you to say we should all be part of the solution. It's a great way of saying I'm not going to point the finger at anyone I'm not going to identify anyone because the people that I might identify might think that I'm being critical of their lifestyle and their life choices, and then they wouldn't vote for me, and then I wouldn't be Mayor Andrew Ginther. I'd be citizen Andrew Ginther, and I'd have to get a job where performance mattered, and I like being mayor of Columbus because it's very clear. Performance doesn't matter. Is our city better than it was when Andrew Ginther became mayor? No, it isn't. Is our city better than when Michael Coleman became mayor? No, it isn't. I used to hope that no one would move to Columbus back when I first moved here because I didn't want our city to become crime-ridden, traffic-ridden, poverty-stricken. We were a hidden gem as long as we had to stick Ohio on the end of Columbus, we could get from the airport to Upper Arlington in 15 minutes on a Friday afternoon. We could go downtown to a concert at the Ohio Theater and not have to worry about, mm, is that really safe down there? We could go to, like tonight, is the Blue Jackets opener? And we could go down there and park our car and walk around and I mean, if the Blue Jackets were in existence then. But I'm just saying, downtown used to be much more safe than it is right now. And democratic rule has not been good for the city of Columbus. Democratic rule has not been good for the United States of America. And they're really skilled at using words to insulate themselves from criticism. They can do it the way Andrew Ginther just did it. We all have to be part of that solution. How about any gang in the city of Columbus, you're on notice right now. We're coming after you. We're going to use every means at our disposal to completely and utterly put you out of business and put you behind bars for as long as we can. Or how about this? Parents, single parents, moms who have kids by more than one dad, dads who father kids and then are just dad in name only. No, that would be telling other people how to live their life. Well, you know what? Maybe they need to be told how to live their life. Maybe they need to emulate successful behavior. We do it in business, right? We, we read self-help books. We watch YouTube videos. We follow things other people have done that have led them to success. Why is that not ever mentioned when it comes to lifestyle choices and parenting choices? Oh, because that'd be racist, right? That'd be something phobic. That'd be patriarchal. It would also work, but, you know, maybe you don't care about that. I don't know. But Andrew Ginther says we all have to be part of the solution. Many factors contribute to crime. and I don't Yeah, I get to that point with Andrew Ginther, with Shannon Harden, with Zach Klein, with the woke pastors in this town who won't call out sinful behavior, selfish behavior, and attitudes that cause me to have to sit here and pound the all-too-familiar drum that more young people are dying in our city violently, needlessly, senselessly, brutally, I think we're in trouble when it bothers a talk show host more than it bothers our, bothers our elected officials. So Alan Rogers is uh, piloting the ship today. And Alan, I'm testing myself here. Let's see. My clock is broken. So I have 60 seconds to tell people about Patriot Switch, tell yeah. them about the talkers tour. And I was working off my inner clock. How close was I to 60 seconds or was I? A little over. Five over? Ten over? About five over. Five over? Okay. Five over. I wish I was only five over when it came to my weight. I've been so disciplined in my diet and exercise program over the past six weeks. And in other eras of my life, almost every decade, I've been able to take off however much weight I wanted to take off whenever I got serious about it, whenever I got disciplined about it. And by the way, it'll be interesting at 1135 today, we're going to introduce you to Todd Saylor of Wired Differently who is sponsoring the Talkers Tour. And I want to know how much discipline enters into Todd Saylor's coaching of people to take advantage of being wired differently, how much discipline figures in. But when you think about it, your weight is the one thing in your life you can control. Because unless you're a prisoner of war, no one is forcing you to eat whatever it is you eat. But Alan, I've been able to take off the first two-thirds of the amount of weight I want to take off. The last third is stubbornly clinging to me. And I'm like an inch away on my waistline of fitting into all the clothes that I finally decided were being wasted, hanging in my closet, not... Hanging on me, I was I like, couldn't get into them. Like I can't get past the last third, and I, I'm not. And I'm not cheating
0: now. Last year, I know year,
1: there are people bringing donuts and everything else in here. I'm not touching them. Have you seen me have a donut? No. Have I gone and raided your Halloween
0: candy dish? Which I didn't bring in this year. Thank You'll you very that much. You're the
1: reason I got overweight. Part of the reason. Cause, Part of because
0: I went to and got that yeah m- candy corn. Oh,
1: of the devil. I'm telling you. Yeah. <laughs> Pure sugar disguised <laughs> as. Something good. Oh, yes. Yeah. It's kind of like Democratic policies. You know, I was thinking about the Democratic policies today and the whole justification yesterday from Jared Bernstein, the White House economic advisor, saying, no, 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 no. Things aren't bad. What are you talking about? Eight point two percent inflation gas prices going back up near four dollars a gallon in Ohio. Don't you crazy fools know how good you have it?
0: Are policymakers doing what they need to do to respond to precisely the pressures you made? Yes, on energy. Yes, on medical costs. Again, look at the Inflation Reduction Act. <laughs> $35 a month for insulin. That's way below uh, what seniors are paying now. Capping prescription drug out of pocket at $2,000. You've got people paying eight, dollars and $9,000. Huge savings there. Again, ask the question. Not is inflation too high. The answer to that is unequivocally yes. Are policymakers doing everything they can and in this White House to help bring them down? And I think you'd have to find that the answer is yes.
1: Well, I think you'd have to find the answer is yes if you work in the White House. But if you're out here in real America, the answer is no. Although, you know, that's one thing for Jared Bernstein to say. it It is quite
0: another for our president, Jolton Joe Biden, to say it. Overall, inflation was 2% over the last three months. That's down from 11% over the prior three months. And that's progress. But a lot of it is a result of getting the cost of living at the gas pump down by more than even California now, by more than a dollar nationally and since the start of this summer. There's a big difference for working folks. a oh, big difference for working
1: folks. Yeah, a big bad difference. Uh, here are the numbers, ladies and gentlemen. Inflation January 7.5, next month 7.9, March 8.5, then 8.3. Oh, it's going down. Things are great. Nope, 8.6 in May. 9.1 in June. Yikes. Don't worry. It's transitory. It's temporary. in July, 8.3 in August, 8.2 in September. It's coming down. It's not coming down very fast. It's not coming down fast enough to suit Joe Biden. And so the thought is that the GOP, the grand old party, the Republican Party, will be the recipient of people saying, I've had enough of this stuff. Uh, Joe keeps telling me everything's great. But I don't believe when they... uh I was going to make an analogy, but... It might be intemperate. So I'll just say, I don't believe when they tell me things are great because my wallet is empty and my credit card statement is growing and my savings is diminishing. So I'm going to vote Republican. But before you do, Joe Biden would like to tell you one thing.
0: If Republican wins, inflation is going to get worse.
1: It's that simple. Mm, It's that simple. If Republicans win, it's going to get worse. Did it get worse in 2020? Did it get worse in 2020? 2020? No, it did not. Well, yes, it did. I'm sorry. I misplaced the election. In 2016, did it get worse? No, it didn't. Donald Trump was in office and uh, companies started bringing their wealth back to America. They started hiring. Uh, Black unemployment at an all-time low. Prosperity was fantastic. And then COVID hit. COVID was a gift, as Jane Fonda said, because it shut down the economy. And it shut down Trump's presidency. And it ushered in what I would like to call the War on reality, right? The war on reality. Uh, Joe Biden, by supporting the war in Ukraine, shows that he's a warmonger. Uh, He wanted to get out of an endless war in Afghanistan, so I guess he could finance another budding endless war in Ukraine. But what he's really waging war on is reality. And when you wage war on reality, what you're waging war on is a war on truth. Remember the withdrawal from Afghanistan? It seemed feckless and mismanaged and clumsy and awkward impotent to all of us, and certainly to the families of the 13 servicemen who were murdered at the Abbey Gate at the uh, Kabul airport. But no, that was an extraordinary success, Joe Biden said. We have a border where millions, millions of aliens are teeming across the border. One of them raped the nine-year-old girl here in Columbus. Uh, Others have committed heinous crimes, including murder, across the United States of America. But our vice president says our border is secure. Our border is secure. We shut down the, the Keystone XL pipeline. We stopped the practices that made us energy independent under Donald Trump. Gas prices soared. The Saudis knifed us in the back by cutting their own oil production by 2 million barrels per day. But the White House keeps telling us we're doing everything we can to lower gas prices. Doing everything we can. Extraordinary successful withdrawal from Afghanistan, a secure southern border. That is the war on reality, ladies and gentlemen. And when you have a war on reality, you have a war on truth. Because reality is true. Things that you want to happen, things that you envision to happen, things that you wish will happen, things that haven't happened. When you say they are happening, that's a war on truth. And when you reject truth, you reject reality. The problem is, for those of us making a modest income, we can't afford to wage war on reality. You can if you're employed in the government because you can always, like, give yourself a raise, print more money...